Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Well, hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. I'm Joe Parker, and I'm uh, here with... I'm Kimberly. Kimberly. Today's podcast is on balance in your life. We were just thinking about what to talk about, and I was reflecting on how this year has been a real year of family and connecting, rekindling friendships, and the focus has really been all about family. We we started the new year off with my whole family coming together to support me for the debut of my play, Lost in Sound. And that was a family event. The boys were taking tickets and ushering, and you were the MC, and we had family members in the audience and lots of other people we didn't know and some friends. And then our son graduated from high school, our baby, our youngest. That's right. And then we had a family reunion, a wonderful, wonderful family reunion. We've had, so far, we've had three this summer, <laughs> different sides of the family. And we are... They're looking forward to seeing some friends this fall, and then we're doing another family reunion in Kauai over Christmas. Yay! Hawaii for Christmas! Right. And then you and I are celebrating 25 years of marriage next month. That's right. So it's it seems like this year has all been about family and reconnecting, and then we started talking about balance. And we thought, okay, what is balance? What is balance, and how do you define balance? And I'm starting to really think that maybe balance isn't what I've always thought it was. First of all, I don't ever feel like I've ever really had it <laughs> in my life. And we see so much about everybody wants balance and find balance in your life and create <laughs> yeah. balance. And and so I guess I've always thought of balance as, you know, having everything all balanced out, the different parts of my life, family, work, self friends, um, you know, adventure, and in equal parts, you know, on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. And I'm not sure if that's really practical. Just after we were discussing of, you know, what do we talk about today, and we started talking about family and balance, I thought, well, this year feels like it's about family and friends. And last year, it felt like it was about creation and discovery and working on my work. And I can remember in 2013, it was about studying in school because I graduated from Gallaudet in 2013. And I wonder if that is balance. It seems like every year I'm kind of focusing on one thing or another thing and coming back to the it's sort of ebb and flow and ebb and flow. And maybe that is balance. As opposed to balance being, like you said, on a daily basis kind of thing where you go, okay, so the first uh, half an hour of the day I'm going to spend meditating. Then I'm going to go work out. Then I'm going to go work on my play, or, or then I'm going to go spend time with friends, then I'm going to, you know, do something else and, and try and you know, break up your day so that you cover all the bases? Is that kind of what you mean? Well, meant? yeah, that kind of really sounds nice. It really does. I mean, I, I do meditate every day. There are certain things that I definitely do every day. However, I've always thought that I could do it all every day, and that's not my experience. Maybe... 
other people experience that. However, that hasn't been my experience. No. Is that yours? No, not, not mine either. I don't find that I can cover all the bases every day. I feel good if I can get around to them on kind of a regular basis, but certainly not every day. I find it kind of disjointed if I try and do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of that. I lose focus and I'm not able to really accomplish very much in any one of those areas when I attempt to break it up that way. So I work better when I have a lot of focus. So I'll get up and the day will be about, you know, one or two things, maybe three things max. So if it's a work day, I'm, I'm at work. And then maybe I'll get some exercise in here and there. If it's a work on my book day, I will focus on, you know, either editing or writing. And then, like I said, I can do one or one, maybe one other thing and still keep my focus. But if I, like I said, try and get too many things going, I don't get anything accomplished. So balance, maybe like you said, is more like, you know, getting around to those things on a regular basis, but maybe it's not daily, maybe it's not weekly, maybe it's not even monthly. Maybe or it's, yearly. It could be yearly. Like you said, you know, you have the year of the family, the year of creativity, the year of, you know, whatever it is. As long as you keep it going and, you know, cover the bases. There are certain things that I feel I must do on a daily or weekly basis. And I I know that you walk almost every day and that's your meditation. You do Mm -hmm. a walking meditation. One thing that I do every day is meditate and that keeps me grounded. That keeps me balanced. It's interesting if that's what you want to call it. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just keeps me sane. (laughs) And I, I guess it keeps me centered because I've got to have that connection to that source energy within me. That really, when I when I don't do that, I I feel very uh, squirrely in my head. It's very hard for me to have any kind of real inner peace when I don't meditate. That's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's lots of different ways to meditate. There's lots of. I think there's sometimes people probably meditating and they don't even realize they're meditating. So it's whatever's giving you that sense of calm inside, that peace of mind, that all is well. So there are certain things I do do, like, and exercise is one of them too, every week. I don't exercise every single day, but I do several times a week exercise doing something. And there are certain things that I I do do. And connection. I have got to stay connected to people. Relationships are really, really important to me. That's a must in my life. However, looking back over the last few years, I can see how I've been breaking down what did I do this year, what did I do that year, what did I do this year, and I can see a real clear pattern. It's like one year I was focusing on learning and going to school and and learning. Another year it was um, focusing on myself, my own personal growth and development and connection to myself. And this year really seems to be about family. I wonder what next year will bring. Who knows? It's just exciting. You just never know when you get out of bed every day mm-hmm. what the day will bring. You can plan. You have plans. You know that this is probably going to happen or that's going to happen. And a lot of times that does happen. But I love the surprises. I love, like I called a friend last week just to check in. And she's like, I'm in town. And I'm having dinner with so-and-so. And I'm like, I'd love to see you. And she's like, come over. I'm staying, I'm staying at this place. And an hour later, I was visiting 
with a dear friend having a great conversation and I didn't wake up that morning knowing that would happen. I love those kinds of surprises. Yeah, those are great surprises. I know that you love to be connected with people. It's one of the first things you'll do in the morning is you'll get on the phone and you'll you'll kind of connect with people. And actually, some, day, some days it seems like that's what you're doing a lot of the day. <laughs> and, and that's important to you. So I think it's important that we do the things that make us feel good on a daily basis because that's what keeps us happy and moving forward. So lately for me, it's been working on my book and preparing to publish it. Mm-hmm. Um, working on the interior. I've, I've figured out how to design the interior of a book because I'm self-publishing it, and I don't have a, a publishing house to do that for me. I figured out how to design a cover. Um, it's beautiful. Yeah, well, you know, obviously I've got some help. I've been calling on some of the designers that are out there on websites that you can go to and hire people to help you, because I want it to look good, and I want it to be nice. And uh, However, um, I think self-publishing is the way to go with books these days. So that's been my focus. It's been keeping me happy. Uh, and I know that in a few months it's going to be different because the book will be out and then I'll be focused on uh, getting it ready to go and um, that'll be my focus. I would like you to tell our listeners why you chose the road of self-publishing because you did a lot of research. You you researched hours and hours and hours and you got a lot of feedback from people. You consulted with people who've done this before and you really took your time researching and made that decision. I think the listeners might be interested in knowing why. Sure. Uh, I'd love to tell them. So when I decided to write a book and publish it, originally I thought, well, I'll hopefully get it traditionally published because that's always been the way it's been done. And I figured that's the only way to get it into bookstores and it's the only way to get out there in the world. However, when I started looking into it, it turns out that there are great ways to self-publish and there are great advantages to doing so. The traditional publisher, publishing houses really aren't interested in you unless you are somebody famous already uh, or you have connections into them and uh, it's very difficult to get a traditional publishing deal. Now I was lucky enough to know somebody who connected me with a traditional publishing house and showed me to write a book proposal which I did and they liked it so they gave me a traditional publishing offer so yay 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 However, when I looked at the offer and I started comparing what was out there on the internet of other people, the offer I got wasn't so good. Uh, for one thing, there was no advance at all. The pu- publisher said, we don't do that uh, unless you're someone who's had big uh, deals in the past. And so that didn't happen. And I also found out that traditional publishers don't market you anymore. You have to promote the book yourself. You also don't get to keep your copyright. Well, that's, that's the other thing, is, is that you sell them the copyright. So in exchange for selling them the copyright, they come up with a cover, they do the interior design, they do a lot of the editing, that kind of thing. And then um, they'll go out and market it. And then there's, and the, but if the book doesn't sell, the book may be off the market within a year. Mm. And then there were no return rights. And you don't, because you don't own the copyright. Right, so I... I if I decide down the road that I want to sell it myself, I can't because mm-hmm. I've sold it to the, the publishing house. Mm. If they give up on the title, then you're, you're done. And I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to have control of the content mm. and, and be able to edit it and make it better as I went along. And I got some good advice that said, don't traditionally publish. So I started looking at 
self-publishing. And it's really easy to do. There's tons of ways to self-publish now. And there's so many uh, ways to market your book as an ebook. Though you can do it as a traditional book, too. Though print-on-demand is, is all the rage now. And they can do it very, very affordably and come up with a good quality book. You have to market yourself anyway. So you might as Why well not? do it. Why not? And you get keep, to keep the keep copyright. Keep copyright. You can change it as you want to go. And you decide where the market is and how so to market you yourself. you keep the power. You don't give your right. power away. And I've also heard of a couple of success stories of where people um, had self-published and their book was picked up by traditional publishers. They they loved it and then they got on that way. And then they th- th- then the ball started rolling. They got the $10,000 advance and then going that, that route. That's very true. A lot of the traditional publishing houses are now using the self-publishing venues as a way to find new authors. Mm-hmm, because then, it's, it, everyone's doing right. it. Right. So if, yeah. you're, if your book, let's say, sells 10,000 copies in the first two years, that's going to bring the attention of one of the traditional publishing houses. And they may come back to you and say, oh, look, we'd like to now republish your book, and then you'll get the kind of deal that you wanted to get maybe the first time around. It wasn't available so to you. So things have really changed in the publishing They really the have. Arena. Um, I mean, we've seen that. You know, things online and... Um, right, and I'm not afraid to market my book and myself as an author. I feel like I need to do that anyways. And and, and even people like Wayne Dyer, that's that's how he got started. Yes, he, he wrote did. a book. And, and then, then he, he toured around the country. And, and, he, and he marketed his own book because his publisher wasn't doing, doing it. <laughs> and that was like 30 years ago yeah. or something. So that's what I figure is the, the state of the art. And that's what you got to do if you're going to write a book. So that's what I'm doing and... Hopefully it'll be out within a month. I just got my edits back from my editor, and I'm going to be putting them together. I just did a preview, put it out there. I'm hoping to get some feedback on the introduction. So far, it's being received very well. People love the concept, and I'm really excited Mm. to see it get launched. I'm so happy for you. I really am. I'm so proud of you. You've worked so hard, and really amazing in one year. You've written a book, and it's about to be released. And uh, congratulations, sweetheart. <laughs> Thanks, so awesome. So, yeah, I guess that's our podcast about balance. Uh, now I need to shift to another way so I can continue to balance out my life. And mm-hmm. we hope that you've learned something or, or at least identified with some of the things that we said about the way we are looking at balance in our lives. So thanks for listening to the Program Your Life podcast. Make it a great day. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off.